Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, with the second half of the Scobro Show. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor behind curtain.com. With me is again, as always, is my big brother, Captain Rich. Rich, you doing all right? Doing wonderful. I had to do, I had to go captain again there. There was a question earlier. I did I think it was from Steeler Chick 46. 46. Wanted to know how big your boat was. Uh, It it look, it is a boat for fishing. It is 17 feet three inches long. It is an aluminum Mm -hmm. Triton boat. Yeah. Um just enough for Kyle and I to get out there on the lake and catch a bunch of fish. There you go. There you go. So yeah, so we're we're talking Steelers. We're talking about how really Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger is the key to everything that the Steelers are going to do in this offseason, both from a money standpoint and from a, you know, where is the franchise going standpoint. I'm going to ask you this question because it's extremely important. If Ben Roethlisberger comes back, mm-hmm. do you see him playing more than one season? Oh, yeah, he might play two years. Mm-hmm. It would depend on how that one season would go, right? Correct. Depending on how one season go, depending on how he's doing health wise. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's a there would be a lot of factors that would play into would he play more than the one year. Yeah. Um, but he could. I could see him playing two. I don't see him playing more than two. Yeah, yeah. That I, would, that I, would I just be starting to feel for Ben that the, the mm-hmm. time is getting close. But you know, yeah. He wouldn't re he wouldn't redo it, do the deal and everything, and just say, eh, you know, just yep. here for the one. He he he'd leave it open and go yeah. talk to his family about it and see. And if he was healthy and he felt like doing it, and he was still had mm-hmm. you know 
good relationships with a lot of the guys on the team. Could I see him come back and do two years? Yeah, he might. Yeah. If the Steelers want him. Exactly. That's the other thing. They have to decide. And if he comes and if he, if he if he if he comes in next year and he plays well, like I said, he stays healthy and the Steelers are, you know, right there. I can see him saying, sure, let's 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 go again. So Yeah. Yeah. And I mean it's it's so tough because and it's so just because we're talking about this does not mean I mean, notice neither one of us has talked about either what we think will happen with Ben Roethlisberger or what we want to happen with Ben Roethlisberger. We have not even brought that issue into the fold here. We are only talking about what happens once the Steelers know what's going on here. You're because I'm because I'm going to ask you this. I asked this to Jeff Hartman. And that is, let's say, let's say I'm not even going to worry about what the Steelers offered him as a as a base salary for the other two years. Let's say the Steelers, in order to spread out this money, they they signed Ben to two more years to his contracts. They add on two more years, knowing that he's not going to do it. Whether or not they're avoided years, which is the whole thing where they don't give you a base salary, they only use it to spread out the cap. Whether it's that or not, doesn't matter. And I'm not even talking about what the base salary would be for those other years. But if you added two more years to it and you took his $19 million and you and you turned all but the league minimum into a signing bonus, which would be just under $18 million. So we'll round it up to 18 just to make it easy. Okay, spread that out over three years. That's $6 million each year that it would count for. You would be saving $12 million off the salary cap. And Ben Roethlisberger would be $7 million of his salary would be on this year's salary cap, his base salary mm-hmm. plus a third of that signing bonus. Right. So that would put it, I'm just going to, I'm just rounding it at 29 and a quarter million dollars. So here's the ultimate question. Would you rather have 22 and a quarter million dollars on your, towards your salary cap without Ben Roethlisberger? Or twenty nine and a quarter million dollars on your salary cap with Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know if I can answer that question because, you're, okay. but that's really where how it how it could lay I, I out. Know. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Uh, again, to me, there's just so many different factors in that. You know, yeah. it is. <laughs> I mean. Like sometimes I, I was looking at like the Carson Wentz, um, what his contract looks like right now, but only because the Eagles are one of the bottom five teams uh, when it comes to the salary cap. That's the only reason I was looking at it. It's not like I was looking at that as a possibility for Pittsburgh. I wasn't. I don't even want anyone to think that. I was only looking at it because of that article to say, why is why are the Eagles in such a bad salary cap shape, you know, for a team that only won four games last year? And and that's the the problem is if they don't want Carson Wentz on their team anymore, it's just going to be so much in dead money mm-hmm. that it's like it's cheaper to have him standing there on the bench. You don't stand on the bench, you know what I mean? Standing yeah. on the sideline, sitting on the bench, one of those things. If holding the clipboard, find, yeah, holding the clipboard. If you don't find it now, because if you, I mean, that's what made the whole. Mr. Third and Fifth situation so terrible is because he forced his way out and forced the Steelers to trade him, which actually cost them more towards the salary cap that year than it would have been if he was on the team. And it's just it's just how it was, but they had to do it. So 
that's one thing you have to remember remember with with Ben Roethlisberger. And that twin, I've said it a bunch of times. Don't blame that twenty two and a quarter million on Ben. That's nope. not his fault. That nope, number is that fault. high because the Steelers chose to restructure and make it that high. It didn't, right. He didn't. He didn't gain a dollar. He didn't lose a dollar in doing the restructure. Because people think when they hear restructure, they think they're paid more, they're paid less. No, it's just when they're paid. And they chose to do that. Correct. So they that's, kind yeah. of that's all, know, that's dug all, their own grave here. That's on the accountants, not yeah. on Ben Roethlisberger. But at the same time, if you thought that Ben had might ha- have three or four more years in him, then you say, hey, we push that to that point. And then if we're signing a bigger deal, we give him everything as a signing bonus. He has hardly any new money into the salary cap for that year. And, we're, and, and we knock that down which makes sense. When the Steelers did this last year, they knew they were not giving Ben Roethlisberger a $19 million base salary in 2021. They knew it last year. They knew it last year. The only question is, how is that going to be going forward? So, I mean, I went back and looked at it and people are like, oh, Ben's making too much money to walk away now, what you know, he wouldn't retire. Look at all that money he he's leaving on the table. He'd leave forty one million dollars on the table. No, no, he's not he's leaving forty one million dollars. He's already got twenty two point five of it. Yeah, he's already been paid over half of it. So, what's really interesting is I went back and looked at it, and he'd be actually making less money this year than he has the last two years, um, and not much more than he did the year before. It's like two million dollars. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of, it, it's kind of interesting with that. Um, like here, I'm trying to pull up his, his, his history, which is how much he was paid cash wise every, every year. Yeah. I mean, he was paid more last year, like money that he actually earned. He was paid a lot more the year before, because that was when he had, had, had done his extension, but it wasn't all that much less before that. So it's not like it's a crazy amount of money that he's walking away. I mean, it is, I mean, for us, $19 million is a lot of money. But when you've been paid over 250 over your career, it's not nearly as bad. So what do you think? How do you think everything plays out? If you had to put your put 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 your wager on, do you think the Steelers and Roethlisberger figure it out? Or do they think they decide that maybe the best thing is for them to uh to for them to not play? You're asking me a really tough question. I think it's 50-50. I really do. That's what I was going to say. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's 50-50. Now ask me the other question. What do you want? What do I want? Yeah. You don't know either? <laughs> no, 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 I know. You know, oh, you know oh, what you I do? want? Yeah. I don't care. Uh-huh. Okay? Mm-hmm. I really look at it as a, it's a position that – if they work things out and restructure stuff with Ben, I will be glad to have Ben back. Yeah. If that's not what's going to work and Ben's going to walk away, give me the 19 million towards the cap and we move on. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it, I'm really not going to be heartbroken either way. Yes. Because you're at the same time, you're like, does Ben have more in him? He might, but what if he doesn't, you know, the last thing mm-hmm. you want to do is then, is 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 find find out you know and so many people I'm and a lot of people think that we're down this people like why are you talking about moving on from Ben? That's okay? interesting. <laughs> the cow wants good, what will win us a take, Super Bowl. Son, 
I don't know uh, if what, 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 when it's the Super Bowl. But I don't know if either one will. I don't. I, I don't know if it will. <laughs> you know either. what I'm saying? I, 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 I don't know. There's a there's. This is a crazy offseason for the Steelers. There are so many question marks. I brought this up weeks ago in an article that I'm like, when's the last time that you had the Steelers in a, such a bad salary cap situation? Eh, that happens a lot. Um, big question marks with their starting quarterback. Okay. No, it wasn't even the South. No, I didn't do the salary cap one. That one wasn't the big deal. That, that, that happens with the Steelers all the time. That's that's nothing. When was the last time you had this this many players hit it being unrestricted free agents, this many new members of the coaching staff, and the quarterback, you know, questioning who is your quarterback going forward? I mean, you haven't questioned the quarterback thing since since 2004, and I don't even know if that was a big question then because everyone still expected it to be Tommy Maddox. Um, and they didn't have the big coaching turnover at those times. There was some in 2004, but they also didn't have all these big losses in free agency. This is, this is a perfect storm of these things. So it, there's – but none of it's not manageable. Wait, did I just use a double negative there? It's not <laughs> fix it for me, brother. <laughs> it's manageable, right? Yes, it's manageable. Yeah, what do they have to do? <laughs> Knock down the first domino. Exactly. They got to get. They got to get started with it. They got to make yeah. the decisions and roll. Knock, knock down the first domino, and the rest of them go down, and yeah. it gets figured out. So, um, it's just. I think it won't be too much longer till they sit down and they figure things out with Ben. Um, if I'm Coach Tomlin, I, I I basically have one question for Ben. If Ben comes comes in and says, "Hey, let's rework this. I want to come back and play next year." If if I'm Coach Tomlin, the one thing I'm saying is, you know. Mm-hmm. What what are you going to give us? Yeah, and, and what are you going to do? You know, because honestly, I think, what, what I don't want to see. I think you're right. You know, I don't want Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, you know, Ben Roethlisberger. You're not going to hold our offense hostage, are you? Yeah, you know. Because we'd maybe like to do some things where we're not telegraphing everything where when you're under center, they know we're going to hand the ball off. And you know what? If that was really Ben, then there's a lot more to this conversation that Correct. they're privy to that we are not. Correct. You know, all I know is that someone who that could have been isn't there anymore. Yep. You know, so they know how much that was like we sit back and speculate, was that Ben catering to Randy, Randy Land catering to Ben, things like that. They know the truth because right. they're a part of it. We're just speculating. So right. they know how that goes. But, you know, if I'm Coach Tallman, I'm just sitting down and I want to know what, you know, basically mm-hmm. from Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, you want to come back? And that, okay, what? We've known each other a long time, mm-hmm. but. I want to ask the question anyway. What am I going to get from you? Yeah. Uh, am I am I going to get uh I can't throw the ball, you know, I don't want to I don't want to run motion because it's difficult. I don't want to do play action because I don't want to turn my back to the line of scrimmage. I don't, you know, are these the things we're going to get or or you know, 
Coach Canada is the guy now. Are you know you're going to ask him? Are you all in? I mean, Ben Roethlisberger says he doesn't come back. He doesn't play unless he's all in, and he doesn't talk about playing five more seasons or two more seasons because he just he says I'm all in to next season, and then we'll see what it is from there. I'm right. not going to think about two years from now. I'm going to think about everything I'm going to do for this year. I like that mentality, and he said that for a long time. I want to know what I what I want to know is: Are you willing? to do, this is what we want to do. Are you on board with this? Are you all in? Not just on what Ben wants to do. Are you all in on what the Pittsburgh Steelers want to do? And that's a conversation they're going to have. Then here's the next thing. I have a a follow-up question. I'm going to ask Ben. All right, so tell us, what do you need? Yeah. You know, what do you need? In other words, what do you need? We're asking you... That you're going to do these things. Yeah. What do you feel you need to be able to do? Okay. And he's probably like, give me a, you know, I need another strong center. I need, you know, some something like that. You know, just to get, just to get a feel for how things are going. And let's just see if it works out. I, I'm going to bring up, we have a super chat here from yep, get it. Evgeny Crosby. I have not checked in on the game. They were... Pens were down two to nothing going into the third uh, whenever we went to get started here. I'm sure someone's probably said it in the live chat and I haven't caught it. But anyway, Evgeny Crosby, 499 to the tip chart, says, Losers di- disrespecting Ben constantly. You deserve a whole bunch of four to 12 seasons to finally respect this guy. I don't think he was talking to us. I think he was talking to people in the live, in chat. The live yeah. chat or people in general. I've been very frustrated with the – I mean, I wrote – I wanted to write an article about this, but I didn't. I don't tweet very much, but I tweeted about Marquise Pouncey retires. You're going to hear me go on a little bit of rant, so I'm sorry. Marquise Pouncey retires. You never rant. Oh no, I never rant. Well, this was this was got me. This would have been that like, was sarcasm. This I know. This was okay. this would have been all not probably not quite to, but almost to the level of if Bill Nunn didn't get in all of fame. So Marquise Pouncey retires. Ben Roethlisberger. Now, luckily, he doesn't he doesn't run his account. He doesn't post his stuff. He has someone that does what he approves. Um, puts out a heartfelt, gonna miss my friend, things like that. And when you see people right away say, "Yeah, you need to follow him into retirement," I'm like, I'm embarrassed to be part of the human race, knowing that there's people like that out there. Yeah. Come on. Just get over your hiding behind a keyboard. I've got all this power where I can be a big, bad mamma jamma. You know, walk up to Ben Roethlisberger and say that to his face. And I'd love to see him knock your teeth out. Okay? (laughs) I mean, come on. Be a decent person. The guy's best friend retires, and you want to say about you need to get out of town? The guy that's done been the quarterback of the franchise, arguably the best quarterback of the franchise. We're not going to get into that argument that they've ever seen setting all kinds of records. And that's what you want to say. And that's what you want to do. Those are the people that drive me crazy, whether or not. And they're like, I'm just, I'm just so much of a fan. This, I, I got to keep it real. That's not a fan. That's being uh, a crap face. That's what that is. You, you know, <laughs> just crap face. I, I'm sorry. Just stop. You know, stop. I, I, even those of you that don't want, if you don't want Ben to come back next year, probably think that that's way too far. 
And I'm hoping that that's the kind of fans, Steeler fans that we have here at BTSC that would realize that, yeah, even if you think it's time for Ben to hang it up, that's just taking it too far. You know, you know, it's the same kind of people when there's an article out there about Mike Tomlin doing, you know, donating and having a cause of trying to stop human trafficking and people want to start hashtagging fire Tomlin. I'm like, really? Do you not understand that there's other things beyond football at times? So I'm sorry. I guess we should stop my rant. Go ahead. Anything you want to say about that to make me shut up? <laughs> Hold on. I, I kind of had something in something you said there, and I just got to make sure I kind of formulate it correctly. Totally kind of really kind of agree with most everything you said there. Mm-hmm. Okay. The thing. And I don't want, I want, don't want you to think I'm out there defending anybody that that said those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's the whole reason I said that you know Coach Tomlin needs to sit down with Ben and ask him yeah. a bunch of these questions, because if Coach Tomlin and the Steelers are saying we're going all in, Matt Canada offense, we're doing motion, we need play action, we need stuff like this, and Ben says. I don't know I can do if I can do those kinds of things and make mm-hmm. this work, then maybe it's time to retire. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Ben that that I know someone else said like Ben deserves to go out on his own terms. I, I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna say that because then you have someone who's who wants to stick around that's not doing what's best for the team. But both right. both sides just have to be honest with each other. This is what we want to do. Can you do this? Are you on board with doing that? You are correct with that. I completely agree. So I'm sorry that I kind of went off. And that's why, that's why in some ways this could, what's coming up is going to be very big and there's a lot that's going to go into it. I just hope everybody, both sides, Ben, the coaching staff, the Mm -hmm. front office, the ownership, everybody gets on the same page and makes the decision that's best for mm-hmm. each of them and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. So the way I would say it, to phrase it the best, is Ben deserves to, to be a part of the process and figuring this out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, that's that's that, I guess, is going out on your own terms, if you want to say it that way. Being a part of the process to say, you know, because eventually you're just going to, it's just going to be, hey, there's things that we want to do, and you're just not capable to do it anymore. And those are tough situations. Go ahead. I, I need a second to flip mm-hmm. something around real quick. You know, okay. we said, and you kind of said it, except you said it from the point of the coaching staff then saying to Ben, Okay, yeah, we're going to do these things. You're on board. Yep. What do you need? Yeah. Couldn't there also be a little bit from Ben Roethlisberger's side coming in saying, if I'm going all in, this is what I need. <laughs> what? No. No. Oh. What are you? What are you all going to do? Yeah. Kind of to get me what? Yeah. I need. Like, like, what's your process going to be? Because yeah. it's not just the Steelers and whether they think Ben is going to be all in on everything yeah. here. It's also Ben thinking, are they going to put me in a place where I'm going to have a chance to to compete for a Super Bowl? Yeah. Because if they're not, you know, I'm. Yeah. I'm, if you know, 
pushing 40 years old and I have a lot of money and a family and maybe I'll just walk away. Yeah. And I mean, if this, if, if they go to talk this out and like I said, we think that they probably already have done somewhat, at least have an idea of where everyone's going. And they're like, Hey, this is the direction we want to go with our offense. Now we want to do this. Now we want to, we have these players to do this. We want to get these types of players to do this. This is, you know, you know, for, for me, when I, when I'm thinking about it, just like more on a high school level, you know, are you, are you setting up to run power? eye or are you running spread? You know, they're, these are big differences in philosophy. So they've got to make sure with the new offensive coordinator and everything that they're on the same page. And you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Yeah. That's a good way to have the conversation, you know, and if they're going to do this, they've got to make sure that they, you know, there's nothing worse than, than trying to go into stuff where, where you're just at odds. That was the problem with Ben Roethlisberger and Todd Haley. It's not that Todd Haley had a bad offense. You know, he won't call a quarterback sneak, but, um, it wasn't that he had a bad offense. It's just that they they didn't trust each other. They they weren't working with each other. Right. And, and you know, that what's going to happen is hopefully something like, like a good interview, isn't it? It's not just, you know, mm-hmm. the Steelers interviewing Ben. It's Ben interviewing the Steelers. You, you know, it's both sides. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, because everybody's got to be happy. Because if everybody's mm-hmm. not happy, then don't do it. I mean, and that's kind of like the whole notion of let's say, let's say Pouncey didn't retire. Let's say McDonald didn't retire. Those were two of Ben's best friends on the team, and they both retired. That's why I'm thinking this is more of a 50-50 thing because of the way those have fallen. If if they weren't retired and Ben came in and they said, All right, well, what would you say? Well, okay, well, what are you gonna do personnel? Where we're we gonna we're, we just gotta tell you, we've got to let those two players go. And we're gonna let this guy go. Oh, and I just lost my brother. I wonder if he uh, lost his connection or something, but I'll, I'll, I'll finish that out that we're just, that you're, we're just going to have to let him go. That that's just something that's going to happen. And all of a sudden they, you've got different, there you go. We've got right. Had a quick little blip there. <laughs> there we go. But if, if all of a sudden the guys that, that Ben Roethlisberger thinks were going to be a part of things and they're saying, well, we got to let him go. That would affect what he does. But at the same time, the Steelers can't keep bringing back players simply because Ben wants them if they're not the best option for him to have. That's Trent why. Switzer. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and that was, that was a big deal that, that he was going to. It was. Season. So I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I think it's – I kind of feel exactly like you. I really think it's a, a 50-50 issue. Um, let's just say this. If Ben comes back to quarterback the Steelers this year, I'm going to be worried a little bit worried about, you know, his long, you know, I, after he got hurt two years ago, even last year, I was constantly worried about his longevity and things like that and his, and how he's going to perform over the season. And we have last season to look at that. Well, as things progress down the road, that'll be a concern. But if Ben doesn't come back, I'm going to be concerned, but just about different things. So last question about it. Eddie, did you think we were going to be having this conversation eight games into the 2020 season <laughs> when the Steelers were sitting at an eight at eight no and, and pushing forward? I mean, everybody loved Ben. It was it was oh my goodness, you know, if he doesn't win comeback well, player of the year, it would be a tragedy. You know, it, it's I don't know that it's totally Ben's fault that it well, that it finished out this way. 
but man, but because it finished because it finished the way it did. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's it, it put question marks out there. Mm-hmm. After eight games, there weren't question marks. Yeah. Um, I think the but, last six games of the season had people going in three different paths when it came to Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. One, he's done. I don't want him anymore. Two, ooh, I'm apprehensive about this. Or three, Ben's my guy, and that's never going to change. Ben, Ben, Ben will be awesome when he's ninety. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not. not I wasn't saying that those people were wrong, but meaning, meaning that they were going to stick by him. So Uh, actually, that last group, Mm -hmm. I'm probably closest to it, but uh, I don't feel like that. I know my thought. My thought with some of that was, I, I think, I think Ben is okay. I think Randy Land is holding him back, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean we 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 forget about <laughs> stuff about stuff like that. And of course, it didn't help to have not a good game and specifically a good half. You know, I was I was a little worried about him, you know, he needed the rest, but I was really worried about the Steelers not being not sharp playing him. Come yep. into the come in into the playoffs and, you know, I thought that was a possibility, but I tried to look past it and still said, "Oh, I think they'll win this game." And then, and, and what happens is my is our worst fears came true. Is that they came out rusty, they came out not sharp, um, but, you know, but things remember, escalated. We don't, but remember, we don't live in our fears. We don't live in our fears. Correct. So that's right. We just we we don't live in our fears. We just punt on fourth and one and midfield. <laughs> To start the fourth quarter when you're down two scores, uh, sorry, <laughs> can never can, can can never help that. So, uh, I, I, no, but you say, and, and it sits there, and it you making that statement is what makes no, not you making that statement. The situation behind that statement is what made me makes me angry. Yeah. We didn't live in our fears by saying, "Hey, we're going to rest guys weeks, we're going to rest some guys week seventeen because they need a break, knowing mm-hmm. that they could come out rusty." Yeah. Right. And, and yeah, and not mm-hmm. sharp. And that happened. Yeah. Okay. So for me, then we should have doubled down, not living in our fears, and we should have gone for it on fourth and what one yeah. midfield to start the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, but instead we're like, oh, maybe we made a mistake there. Don't want to make a second one. Yeah. You can't, you can't live like that. And I will also say this. We know that the Steelers rested those players. And I still say I think that's what cost T.J. Watt defensive player of the year. Um, in what I don't disagree I think was, with that. With, which what I think I, was I, don't know if he'd play, I don't know if he played, he would have won defensive yeah. player of the year. Yeah. But he would have had a better chance at it. <laughs> Correct. So, but – Let's say we go back. We'll never know the alternative. You're like, oh, they rested them and it didn't work out. Well, what if it would have worked out even worse if they worse if they did? We'll never know. We'll never know if it would have been better if they would have played them in week 17. We can't, you know, well, we don't have sufficient yeah. data to say that it was the wrong call because we don't know if it would have actually been an even worse outcome if that would have happened. Does that what, make sense? Right, because what would have happened if we play Ben Roethlisberger in week 17 mm-hmm. and he gets hit and tears his ACL. And well, which means he never plays again, which means a, <laughs> he never age. plays again. Uh-huh. 
B, we go into the playoffs then and having to start Mason Rudolph. Without having a game under his belt like he did. Without having a game under his belt. And, I mean, it yeah. would have been crucified Tom and we should have rested him. Yeah. So, so that's yep. why things like that can be very difficult to second guess. Yes. Hindsight's 2020, but it doesn't mean that you knew the, the alternative outcomes. You can't say for sure that not resting them would have made a difference. Um, because you just don't know what you know. If if ifs and nuts, ifs and nuts, ifs and buts for candy and nuts. There we go. We don't have a Merry wow. Christmas. Rich, yeah. I, I even screwed that one up tonight. Yes, you did. So, Rich, we're coming to the end of the show here. And uh, I said before. We always like to end up where we throw up a question out to you all and we bring up your responses um, whenever we put it out there. So what usually happens is I ask the question, you answer it, and then I and then I put it out there for the live chat. But I said, I'm hogging this all the time. I was going to give you a chance. Okay. So is there a question you would like to ask – um, and then we'll put it out there. I do. And I actually had this one ready for last week. Um, but I'm, I'm going to throw it out there this weekend. Anyway. Okay. Now I'm going to preface it's it. It's still relevant, right? <laughs> Correct. I'm going to preface it with the word realistically giving the potentials Steelers salary cap implications. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where are the Steelers going to be with the salary cap? But the question is, you know, first of all, understanding that that could look very differently depending on what goes on with Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. Yep. But we know that after talking about it for an hour. <laughs> who is, if, if there is a free agent, whether it be one of ours or anywhere else in the league, that you think the Steelers could realistically sign, who would you go get? Okay. So we are going to include our own, or we are we just going to say somebody? No, else? it no, it can include our own. Okay, all right. Because my answer was going to not you, include our own. <laughs> that you, well, because they're yeah. going to sign some of their own. But yes. I know, but I know but, what you but, mean. But what I, I'm wanting you to not say something easy when you look at some of our ours and be like, oh, they're going to be bring Jordan Nagerfield back because you know we can get him cheap and he oversees all our special team stuff or anything. No, come on. G give me something. You know. I got you. And people, you know the drill if you've been here before, and a lot of you have. If you're typing in the live chat now, it's not going to be brought up until no. we bring it. Until we put it the not, okay. Uh, not and I have, put it, the I have that to ready you. to kind of – You the answer it first. I have that queued up ready to go. I'm going to answer it as if I wasn't keeping one of our own because that's okay, what I had in my mind. Fine. I'm just I'm just going to do that myself. doesn't mean anyone else can. And, uh, and that's an article that I did. I want to bring back one of my favorite players. I want him to sign Calvin Beecham okay. on the offensive line. Okay. If you do that, then you you know do that. Then you can pick up a tackle at some point in the draft that you really like. Um, but you also have that that bridge there, someone that could be your – and he's played everywhere. He even played center for a while. Not that he's going to come in and play, play all five spots on the line, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. He, at one point, he's played all five spots. I don't know that he's the best answer there. So no. – but he can do it. But that's that's an interesting name that I would like to see yeah. him go out and get. So now that that's there, 
I just put it in the live chat where I just said, who do they sign? Okay, so we'll bring up your your selection. Do you want to you want to take over for this? You, you want to do this part? Um, you want to click sorry. on them and, and read them? Okay, there we go. Uh, Cree says Hilton. I I could take that. Uh, yep. So does Ezra. Ezra, Ezra says the same thing. Um, da -da 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 -da. Here, I'll help you. Steel Dog yep. agrees too. It got got a lot of Mike Hilton's popping yep. up there. Yep. Now, if you put said, two, I was gonna say if you put two, I'm gonna go bring you up. <laughs> oh, that's true because we asked for one. Yep. Although I think she may have been taught. She was talking about. I think she was up there talking about Aaron Jones earlier. Yes. So yep. someone was, says uh, resigned to pre Mark Tobin. I'm not sure how realistic that that one is. There's yeah. another one for uh, Steeler fan 74. It goes with Aaron Jones. Mm -hmm. um, GS also says Aaron Jones. Um, Ashley oh, <laughs> Ashley M says Bell. Huh. Um, Brian Kellerman says Marlon Mack. That's a that's an interesting one. That's what that's an interesting brought one. up. That that could be a good. That would be a Steeler signing. That yeah. would be this kind of thing you get, you know, from from the from there. Um, is that is that the? Oh, he's a lineman. Is that the center from Green Bay? Or am I thinking the wrong person? Or is that? Or is he the one from? It's NFC. Or is that from the Saints? I'm going to get it wrong. Is that I know. Corey I Lindsley? I I, I I can't remember what team it is, but I know it's an offensive lineman, right? Yep. Yep. So Shaquille okay. Gregory says Corey Lindsley. Then mm -hmm. I get a couple here in a row. I get uh, Kathy um, and Eric. Both say Bud. Um, Eric keeps throwing out more names. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> Cheater. So uh, yeah, he yeah, he's got a whole mm -hmm. bunch. So mm -hmm. um oh one. I skipped. Sorry. Oh, Steelers Pittsburgh. That would make Brian Anthony Davis, which if any of you missed his uh his uh tales from 2 a.m. on Sunday, you would know I'm now affectionately going to be calling him stupid. Okay. He was trying how to figure out how to get Steelers and something Valentine's Day together, and he decided Steelers and Cupid and stupid, and so yeah, okay. <laughs> and the BJ Finney there that and so he could bring BJ back the Finney, Finney pants, bring back the Finney pants. That so, would be worth it just for the Finney pants to come back. Uh, Billy, I'm going to try his last name. He says uh, resign Filer. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Here, Chad says. If you could get either Fournette or Jones, that would help immensely. I kind of like, I mean, that's a little bit more money. I think Marlon Mack would, that that idea is not bad. That idea is not bad. Yeah. Just so, because the, the biggest thing with those other two, not that they're not good, but I think they're going to command more money. Yep. Um, not sure I know. So, Boing Boom Shack <laughs> says, Jared Davis. I don't know that. I don't know who that who is. is. Jared Davis. I'm, I I can't think of it off the top of my head who that is. So there. Um, now someone here. Here's uh, Dust Thunder Nine goes the other direction in Green Bay. Thinking maybe Green Bay tries to bring back Aaron Jones, and he goes to Jamal Williams. Mm -hmm. That interesting. Going that with the other back from there. Dag, on it. I skipped again. Now I see why you always complain about yep. skipping here. Yeah, yeah. When you're doing it, it, it skips. Ryan Kellerman had said the Packers center. Um, was he answering the question for us? I uh, think no. so. Oh, wait, we both clicked the same one. Yeah, we did at the same time. Uh so George George Tessa says Ingram question mark. Ingram does hit the free agent market. 
did they already release him? He might already be out there. I because I thought he was, was. I thought he was a UFA this year. No, I. What I don't know if he was a UFA or if they actually cut him if he had time left on his contract. If he's a UFA, I, under, I understand. Then that just yeah. means you got to wait till that. But if anyone who's cut can sign now, that would right. be interesting. And if that's the case, I would like that even more because then it doesn't go under the comp formula. But I'm, I, I can't know. remember the deal with him. So, um, Genie fan says Aaron Jones, another yeah, vote for Aaron Jones. That. It's yeah. funny that a lot of folks are yeah. coming up with the yeah we're we're seeing a lot with the same four or five. And Shaquille told us that was the center okay. for the Packers. So thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Uh, there we did again. Uh, Jesse James, if cut, because yeah. he's not a free agent. Which actually, of the ones that were in that story today, I liked that one a lot. If they cut mm-hmm. Jesse James, we absolutely, I think we should absolutely go look to resign him. So, yeah. but that's, that's an if. That's a big if. There's Jared Cook. I've seen that pop in a few. Places here and there. Is a- yeah, I didn't realize he was a free agent. He's getting up there, though. That's not the typical Steelers. He sign. is, but, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Ezra said, can I bring this up? He says yeah. about the tackle from the Ravens that once out, which is funny because a couple comments later, I see Jeffrey Benedict's here. He says, no, because um, that he says that, that, that the tackle from the Ravens that once out, uh, was it Orlando? Is Orlando Brown? Is that who it is? Who's junior? Um, because he says he's more, he's still more of a running run blocker, even as a left tackle. He said him going up against Miles Garrett twice a year. He's like, no, he's like, Big Al would be much better as a pass blocker than him. That's what Jeffrey says. Look at the film. Um, but I don't often look at offensive linemen a lot from other teams like I should. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that was who, who yep. Kerry was voting for or mm-hmm. was. Oh, no, because he question. voted two spots later. Uh, uh, which that's the one I'm surprised. That's the Yeah, I'm surprised more people haven't said that. I'm surprised mm-hmm. we haven't seen people say, go get J.J. Watt. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to bring that up for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and that's the part that makes this fun, but that's kind of why. We I have no money. With, with, with that try to be realistic. Yeah, because you know we have no money. That's to me why, you know, mm-hmm. that's why I found some of these intriguing. Some of these I think are, I don't want to say we're dreaming. It's not that it couldn't happen, but they're way less likely to happen. Yeah. Well, so. and, and here's the thing. I know we kept saying this last year with what money, with what money, because the Steelers were in trouble going into the last year of the collective bargaining agreement because they wouldn't have been able to do their restructures like they did. Right. This year they have a couple, you know, Cam and Stefan Tuitt. You could restructure both of them and combine that's going to give you, you know, a little over $10 million if you do that right. Um, then you're talking about extensions to players that are coming to the last year where they have big cap numbers. We have no money, but there's things the Steelers can do. They have to just to decide what they want to do. Is this, you know, we, we talked about this. Players with one year's left, you have to ask yourself. Is it someone that you want to release or do you want to extend? Because a lot of, you know, like, I mean, or have him retire like Ben Roethlisberger because you can't have him playing on the contract that they have left. Right. So there's ways around it now, much better than there was last year. It's just not easy to do. And there has to be tough decisions. Okay. Did you see this yep. one? Um, 
Uh, that was actually, the, I was trying to get back there and find yeah. that one because I skipped. William Jackson. That was one that, was it PFF or someone who did one of those articles about who, where people could land. That was someone they actually had the Steelers sign in. Um, cornerback for the Bengals that the Steelers wanted to draft right before Artie Burns was, was taken. So, Oh, here, um, uh, I'm probably a little further down than you are, but Ryan Kellerman brought that Mark Ingram was. He was cut. He was so cut, so he would not count on mm-hmm. the comp formula. Yeah. Oh, did you see Jeffries? He had a good one. Uh, Jared Davis. Ooh. Yeah. He was like, he's an athletic Vince Williams. What they say he wasn't used properly in Detroit. They say that's someone that's very low profile, but multiple teams could actually want to get in on that. Yeah. So his price might go higher than what you think. But if it doesn't, that's a Steeler signing right there. You know what I mean? I know the Steelers are real good at sneaking around and they sign something. Everybody says, huh? Who? Yeah. yeah. And then in the middle of the year, we fall in love with them. Yeah. AKA, not so much still when I signed, but everybody was like, oh my gosh, Devin Bush went down. Yeah. Horrible, so that horrible, was... horrible. And a couple of weeks later, everybody left Roberts Palais. Was, was that the name earlier that we couldn't remember what the name was or, the, or we didn't know who he was? That someone said, I'm like, I'm not sure who that is. I think that I think uh, that is. But yeah, but that was brought up, and that's one that we've seen before. That, yeah, I'm like, who is that? Because, I mean, come on. Jared Davis, that's a fairly common name. But when you say linebacker Detroit, I know exactly who you're talking right. about. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. Jared Davis. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Yep. So and um, someone so, had a quick uh, question. Uh, okay. Uh, Steel Dog 88 was to if Roberts Blaine's under contract. We said it earlier, exclusive rights free agent. He is the Steelers as long as they want him, and there's no reason for them to not. There's so he's no not under contract now, but they just have to offer him the, the tender, and he's got to sign it. So what else did you have? Uh, I'm just doing a quick scroll, make sure we didn't miss anything. Uh, now I see every week while you're like, oh, wait, you know. Yep. Trying to, it gets, everybody then starts talking about what, other people put up there. So then it's like, yes, okay, which is fun, which is what we want the live chat to be. Yes. So I'm just trying to make sure I didn't miss anybody. Cause you know, I mean this, the Steelers, the 2021 Steelers are going to look so different come September than what, than what we have any idea of right now. I mean, we know this team is going to be very different than it was last year. It's just how it's going to be. We're, we just don't know. We don't know if it's going to include Ben Roethlisberger or not. We don't know, and if and as we said for a long time here, if it doesn't, that means a lot of things are going to be different than what it could be. What it could be otherwise. But you know what? When they go out there and they take the field, I'm going to be ready with my terrible towel, ready to cheer them on. But see, and and like we said, you know, Ben Ben's going to be that first domino to fall. The question is, which way does he fall? Yeah, because if he falls this way, everything goes. Everything to this side is going to happen. Mm-hmm. If he falls the other way, everything to this side is going to happen. So, yeah, um, th- there's there's a a lot that's got to happen, but we really need that first piece to fall before we're going to get a, any kind of grasp on what direction the Steelers might go. Yeah. Final question because we've really run we've run really far over tonight. Oh, Brian um, loves this. Yes, yeah, Brian loves this, of course. Final question to you. Does that domino fall by the time we meet back up again at 9 p.m. next Tuesday? You think um, 
I, I I'd say you're somewhere between a 60-70% chance that it happens in this next week. Yeah, I I don't know that it'll happen by next Tuesday, but I think it'll happen by the one after. Um, oh yeah. You know, it's funny because Jeff's like they they got plenty of time. I'm like, but they got a lot of other stuff to do after this domino. So you Correct. Need this that domino. domino needs to fall so they can plan all those other things out. Correct. Yeah. It will not go. It will not be. It will happen before two weeks from tonight. Yeah. And I think there's better than a fifty percent chance that it could happen in the next week. There we go. That would be nice. I was hoping it would happen this week. My one article that set all this up was about this could be such a big week for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you got a lot tonight. We talked about, about the Steelers future, you know, how things are going to fall with Ben Roethlisberger. You got a rant for me about decency. You got all, you know, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, you got like our older sister. Yes. Do it with decency. Um, (laughs) I love, I love inside jokes between you and I, when people have no idea what we're talking about, (sighs) but, um, Make sure you're tuning into all the podcasts, all the live ones, all the audio ones. Make sure you're checking out um, BehindTheSilkCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all these Pittsburgh Steelers. Any closing thoughts before your final statement, Rich? Uh, no, just do you have anything else to say? Yeah, all I have to say is all, the domino is going to fall. We're just going to have to, you know, who knows when, but it's going to happen. Can't wait. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.